Hola. How Hello. are Sorry, you? Sorry, I've just woke my dog up by being too uh, being too happy. <laughs> Bless him. He's just been passed out, and he just looked at me like, "What the fuck? What is going on oh in this scatty household?" <laughs> How are Bless you, him. darling? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Like I've been just doing my chores and just doing like cleaning and shit like that today. So. Just oh, been amazing. chilling today. How about you? What is, what, how's your day been? It's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've been, um, I, I'm at my family, like my dad's at the moment. I'm just, um, I've been to see him. So yeah, I, um, I've had like a really nice weekend. It's been nice and chilled, but yeah, really good. So oh. wait, does he live in Liverpool as well? Um, He's like a little bit out of Liverpool, but yeah. Which part? Uh, which area? If you don't mind me asking. Um, it's like you know. So, um, hang on. Let me let me think the best way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, <have laughs> it's to a think little about bit this, rural, so it's just like a really like random little little town, um, and it's just sort of like just a little bit past Chester. Uh huh. Chester. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm oh here my and I'm with my um my little dog as well, and my dog's going to be moving in with me next month because I've just signed a new property. It's so amazing. Yeah. So wait, are you? Was it? Are you not move? So you're basically moving out from um Emily's place, at, like building. Yeah. Or, or, you, so, or your place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so my my place, which is in the same building as M, um, won't let me have the dog. So um, I literally went to view a place yesterday and was accepted by by last night. So I now have like one month to move everything, and I like I feel like it's a little bit stressful, which I think is why this weekend I was like, oh, I just need to like not be. <laughs> not be stressed but yeah yeah I've um I literally uh, agreed to that yesterday and then was like oh like I need to I need to de-stress for the weekend before I have to start thinking about so wait, are you renting this place are you renting this yeah. place or are you are you bought a um property oh hell no I could never buy a property not me <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have that kind of money <laughs> no definitely renting <laughs> probably for the rest of my life <laughs> listen i just want to say i'm so excited that you've come for tea time today because i when i first met you on stereo i thought you were just absolutely fabulous like shall we say that shall we say the liverpoolian gobshite but the (laughs) fabulous gobshite because like you have (laughs) such an attitude which i just love you have such spunk to yourself honestly like I think I'm just like well I would say I I was gonna say too honest but like can you ever be too honest I think I'm just like very set in like my views now and like I as much as I listen to other people's point of views I'm very much like look if you're if you're being an asshole you will get shut down (laughs) (laughs) listen I just want to tell you now I've just basically upgraded my phone so I've just literally just stole everything in the matter of an hour ago so wow. for some reason I can't share this on um Instagram. So do you mind okay. sharing this on Instagram right now? Because, oh, like, absolutely, absolutely. That's absolutely fine. I'm yeah, still no worries. Fucking... Listen, I don't even know how to fucking restart this phone. This is how bad it is right now. Ah! <laughs> no, what phone you have know... you got now? 
So I got was that so I'm still on a Samsung. I'm a I'm a Samsung slot. So I just upgraded oh, okay. to another one. So I got I the Galaxy S twenty one. Oh, amazing! It's a camera god. I feel like every time I get a new phone, I'm like, "Huh, how's the camera?" Like that's my first go to. How's the camera? Yeah, so it has like <laughs> it has those three cameras in the back, which I thought was disgusting at first when it it was first released Jesus. in the press. But yeah, yeah. now that I've actually experienced it, I was just like, "God damn, I actually look really good yeah. this time." Does it do the thing? <laughs> it every does the thing. Like, like literally, um... it goes like. <laughs> It goes so in zoom into your face that you can actually yeah. see if you have any spots or have any zits or something like that. Whoa. So, oh my it's god, it's that deep, that you is... know. Wow, yeah. Every time I get a new phone, I'm like very much like, "How's the camera on this?" And even though I only use the camera for like shit posting on Instagram, <laughs> I'm in no way like do I use that for any of the purposes that it should be used for. It's like my camera is good on my phone, and I'm like, "Yeah, like I guess it'll be cool to take selfies on." Like, no nah. use for that camera. <laughs> Let's say I'm st- we're still on lockdown, so I'm just like thinking. I'm just excited for summer, so I can start taking pictures on holidays and shit like that. Oh, honestly, yeah. So right now, I feel like my my photo album is going to be quite dead for like the next mm-hmm. few uh, months. But after course, summer, you're going to see racked it up. I'm going to rack it up after. Don't oh, you worry. absolutely. Literally. I was just thinking like, oh my God, like I can't wait for summer. I saw someone the other day who bought like a little one of those old like vintage camcorders. And I was like, wow, yeah. like I kind of really like low-key want one because I want to like learn to skate and then be able to take this cute little vintage camcorder out and just start like recording. Like, I don't know whether that's me being like a main character bitch. Like I need, <laughs> I need the validation of having like this little thing in my hand to be able to record on. Like I can't just use a simple phone i have to have main character energy when i'm roller skating but i just thought wow mm. maybe i should buy a camcorder too and start recording everything that i do with my friends and make like a little film <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's fabulous Literally. okay guys welcome to another episode of tea time with myself paula Pereira. And I am joined by the none other than the absolute fabulous Liverpoolian, gorgeous gobshite of stereo, shall we say. It's T. Louise, guys. Oh, <laughs> I would like to say I am an adopted but- Liverpoolian. Um, I'm not. I'm not an original, an OG Liverpudlian, but I am, and I'm one of the adopted, the adopted ones. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, like as long as you're, you've been there for quite a long time, I feel like you're, you are Liverpudlian. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've got the attitude. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, okay. So before I ask you, um the first questions of tea time let me explain to anyone who hasn't watched tea time before what it is so this podcast is basically shining a light on my special guest this evening and tonight is teague louise or other no otherwise is known as tegan and 
Have you ever watched Tea Time Babes before? Have you ever watched yeah, any episodes? Yeah, you know what? I've, I've listened in a couple of times and I always think like they're just, I, I love hearing other people's like backstories and like little bits about them. So I'm like, I'm a real nosy like person, like obviously not nosy in the way of like asking people questions or like gossipy, but like if someone's going to share their life story, because I do that on <laughs> on social media mm -hmm. if someone's gonna share that every detail i'll be there to listen i'll be there to hype up the chat <laughs> yeah and if anyone is listening and wants to be part of tea time you can always slide a dm in my instagram and let me know if you want to be a guest and i will try and put you on a schedules <clears throat> oh sorry oh that's something in my throat okay oh that's okay um uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, before <laughs> I ask you the first questions of tea time, um, let's get into the first message which we got here. So let's play this quick. Good evening, and how are you both doing tonight? We're both doing absolutely fabulous. Thanks for asking. Absolutely, yeah. Always fabulous. So I want to ask you... Um, okay. The first question, the the most important question of them all. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So what tea of choice have you chosen for this conversation tonight? Okay, so um, I actually have two drinks because <laughs> I knew okay. I would need a tea. Um, so I made a, um, I, I'm, I'm a basic bitch, like a Yorkshire tea with oat milk and a couple of sugars. Um, so oh. I did make that, but I also have a um, Southern Comfort and Lemonade on the go. So it's pretty chaotic up in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, like one, drink, one drink for <laughs> craziness and one drink to be sober, you know? literally literally the mood the mood of the night <laughs> so i'm curious because you say a couple of sugars and everything um what's your process of making tea because i i'm sure a lot of people have like their own type of process of making their own brew like their own special personal favorite kind of like technique okay sure um mine is um very very basic i'm like not a I mean I've see, I see other people who do like these cute little like tea like ceremonies and you know like it it's very much a vibe and I look at people and I think oh wow like I'd love to have that level of patience and sometimes I get out my little um I've got one of those is it like iron or like I don't know like one of those cute little teapots that you can heat up on the stove but also like you can just brew tea in that have the little net baskets in so I sometimes have mm -hmm. like a fruit tea if I'm feeling fancy but um yeah usually I'm afraid I am very basic two sugars stick the, the little Yorkshire tea bag in always has to be Yorkshire tea no other tea brand will suffice for myself mm. um <laughs> and then hot water and I don't even leave it to brew like I'm that impatient that I just like stir it around bash it about a bit you know slap dash bash it about very much my energy chaos 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 pour a bit of oat milk in and get it on the go <laughs> oh well listen you keep repeating that you're a basic bitch but listen if anyone hasn't <laughs> checked um Tegan's Instagram listen this woman is absolutely fabulous the, your fashion your lifestyle you. like oh, i just so like much. love it you just you just ooze fabulosity honestly 
do you know what the like this is really weird but it's just come to mind as you were saying that like the amount of people who I spoke to like particularly on dating sites and everyone always says like you're such a chameleon like you look so different in every photo and I feel like I constantly like change my mind and my energy and like even now moving from one flat to another like the new flat is on such a different energy like I've bought loads of pastel paint and stuff whereas like my current flat is like black and pink and I've bought mm-hmm. all these pastels and I'm like, yeah, it's going to be like really pastel. I'm going to paint like murals on the walls and everything. And it's just, every, I, feel like I constantly change my mind on like what I want to represent myself as. So I definitely, I definitely get that. That's, a, that's fine though, because it's like with me, when it comes to my kind of like fashion sense mm-hmm. um, per se, all my friends always tell me, oh, you, was it, you're, you're always alternative. Because, like, one day I would feel like going out and wearing, like, some grunge style. The next day yes. I would wear, like, some cutie style. The next day I would wear, like, some um, full-on gayish outfit, outlandish outfit, mm. you'd say. So, like, I like yeah. to mix it up. I'm not that kind of person where I just like to stick to one colour or, like, one concept of style. I just like mixing it up. So... I always say to myself, life is always only, only happening one time. So you might yeah. as well live, was it, live that life to, to the fullest and represent the best of yourself. Literally. That's how like I, that, I that is exactly the same as my opinion. Like sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and like, I always say to my friends, like sometimes I feel like a bit more of like a masculine energy and like sometimes I feel a bit more like feminine and sometimes I feel like somewhere in the middle. And like, I think that's why I often do like these drastic like haircuts or like style changes. And literally I I will do the same, like go from one day, like, you know, being in full black and docks. And then like the next day I'm like, yeah, full pink outfit and these cute little jelly sandals. And everyone's like, who like what happened to the last person and I'm like I don't know her (laughs) I don't know her today check in tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) okay I want to ask you another question um so would you like to let the viewers uh listeners who are listening right now um where you are in the world right now and how is your lockdown situation going Sure thing. Um, so I am based in Liverpool, um, right in the centre too. Like literally, that like I'm about five minutes from any big thing in Liverpool. Um, my lockdown situation has been up and down for sure. Um, I think it's very difficult. I live completely on my own. Um, so obviously, mm-hmm. as people might know, I have Emily across the hall, um, who is one of my really close friends. But for the most mm-hmm. part, I am like kind of isolated. Um, which at the best of times is not ideal. Like I'm a very sociable person. And I think if I don't have people to talk to, I literally end up talking to the walls. So um, (laughs) (laughs) it definitely has been difficult, but I feel like in the past couple of weeks, I've really put a lot into like manifestation and everything. And I I feel a lot more positive. I think moving to a new place, like my current flat I've lived in for the whole of lockdown. Um, So I basically Mm -hmm. moved moved in I moved in last May um I was due to move in actually two days after lockdown started but couldn't because of the restrictions so I moved in at the end of May and that has kind of been like my COVID home 
and I move into mm-hmm. the new place at the end of April, which is obviously when restrictions start getting lifted and everything gets back to normal. And I feel like that new place has this beautiful, fresh energy of like, like I literally walked around and it's got this tiny little balcony. And I just said, like, I was speaking to my friend afterwards and I was like, I literally am going to be sat on that balcony eating watermelon with my dog. Like, I can't yeah. like it's just such love a beautiful it. energy in the flat because I feel like as much as I love my current flat, it's mm-hmm. it, like the energy is locked down. Like I've lived there for the whole of lockdown and I think it's a beautiful place, but I just think that it's been kind of my place of isolation and I don't really want to carry that forward. So now okay. lockdown is kind of looking a lot more positive and a lot more bright and happy and yeah. I, I feel a lot better. <laughs> yes, love it. Okay, so before we get into the first subject of tea time, let's uh-huh. hit these ditties and see what they're saying. Fabulous! Oh my god! <laughs> the energy in the that. room. I love Adam. <laughs> He's always coming to tea time. He's just like a little cheerleader, you know. Oh love my it. goodness. We love a cheerleader. Yes. Um, this next one is from April, who is a new friend on stereo. So oh. I feel like you'll love her. She's from Canada and she's oh, absolutely gorgeous. So let's hit this ditty. Hey you gorgeous babes. My drink for tea time right now is a very stereotypical queer type of drink. I have an iced caffeinated beverage with oat milk. Uh, it's an iced London fog <laughs> with oat milk, to be exact. Also wondering, what are your zodiac signs? If you know your your sun sign, most people know their sun sign. Um, if you also know your rising and your moon, that would be um, quite interesting to hear. Child, I don't even know anything like that. All I know is I'm a Capricorn. You don't know yours. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have, no. I don't know that much. To be honest, oh all goodness. I just research is like, like, like that first time. Hey, okay. So let me rephrase that. You know, when mm-hmm. you start getting into astrology and you're just like thinking, okay, let me put my birthday on Google search and see what star sign okay. I'm in. That's all uh-huh. I did in my whole life. No, That's all no, I did. no, 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 no. Because you're made up of so much more. Like, oh, it, like it literally so matters what your like moon sign and rising and like Mercury and all of those are like, oh God. If we do this really quickly, how long would it take? Like, literally, like, mm, two minutes. Two minutes. Okay, tell me quickly. What do, okay. I, what do I need to know? So, go on to Google. You, so, you, first okay. of all, before you go on to Google, you will need to know your place of birth, your time of birth, and your date of birth. So, do you know all of those three things? Okay, so, I was born on Christmas Eve, 92. Mm-hmm. And then... What was the other questions again? Wait, let, I, I'll get it up. I'll get it up, and then we can uh, we can go on with, with okay, the talk, knowing there, exactly whilst, what you are. Whilst was there, whilst you do that, we're gonna play this next city and see. My tea time drink for tonight, and whilst listening to this episode, is a um, good old old um, Turkish apple tea. Whilst listening Ooh. to this, and also reading The Hobbit on my Kindle. So, yeah, I'm doing several things at once. 
Yeah, multitask. Wow, multitask. I know. Jesus, I can never. <laughs> Turkish apple tea. I've never heard of that. No, Turkish. Did you say Turkish apple? Yeah. Oh, I've tried that actually. It's beautiful. Really, really yeah. like sweet vibes. I love a sweet tea. I really, really okay. do. Okay, so December twenty fourth, nineteen ninety two. Is that correct? Yeah. And what was the time of birth, hour, and minute? So my mom, okay, my mom um used to tell me years ago that I was like twelve minutes into Christmas Day. Okay, so that would be. Wait, so no, you were born on Christmas Day then, not Christmas Eve. What? No. So twelve minutes into, into Christmas, Christmas Day, Eve. like coming into. Yeah, so I'm a Christmas Eve baby. Twelve minutes before. Twelve minutes before Christmas Eve. No, so twelve minutes before it hits Christmas Day. Okay. <laughs> this is so confusing. <laughs> so eleven forty-eight so be... is what we're saying. Perfect. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry to make it confusing. Right. No, no, no. That's fine. And what country were you born in? I was born here, London. Okay, London. Perfect. I don't know whether London is like. Oh yeah, London is specific enough. That's fine. That's fine. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Um, London, England. Perfect. Okay. <gasps> okay. So, obviously, you are a Capricorn. Your moon is also Capricorn, iconic, and you're a Libra ascendant. Yeah. Is so that good? They are your big three. I mean, yeah, I that's a good chart to me. Capricorn signs always iconic. Um, Libras okay. are like really like balanced and sort of yeah, like pretty happy, balanced. Um, I mean, pretty it like, like sociable. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So that's your big three. I mean, my big three are Capricorn Sun. So we're both Capricorns. Woohoo! Like, uh... um, I am a Leo moon which is why I'm such a fucking attention seeking whore <laughs> <laughs> and I am a Taurus rising so I'm like mainly earth placements um, and my whole chart is very evenly split between Capricorn and Aquarius so yeah, yeah. love it what was it when were you born January the 15th, 1998. Okay, so you just missed it by my birthday. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. So, Tegan, are you ready for the first subject of the night on Tea Time? Oh, I certainly am. I was born ready. Okay, so just to remind listeners what Tea Time is, this is shining a light on who you are as you are today. And we're going to get into the first um, topic. So the first topic is a person of influence and admiration. And your chosen choice tonight is... Rihanna. <laughs> yes. Why Rihanna? Oh, God. She's just an icon. Like, let's be honest. She should be everybody's person of admiration. Um, Just a, a whole icon. Feminist. Like, really just... She's just there for the girls, isn't she? She really shows up 
her brands are just like so iconic really inclusive diverse like beautiful beautiful person inside and out she seems really funny like she seems like the sort of person that I'd really want to like hang out and have a few drinks with um Mm -hmm. and like when you look at what she has done in terms of like releasing a makeup brand that had inclusive shades from day one, like that was really yeah. unheard of before she did that. And even brands that were doing it at the time weren't doing it as inclusively with models. And, you know, even if their shade range was great, they were, weren't inclusive in other ways. So I think to create mm-hmm. a brand that inclusive from day one was just, it really set the bar for the rest of the makeup industry. And then obviously she carried that through into Savage and sort of, you know shit all over victoria's secret we hate victoria's secret anyways but like she really shit all over it and said fuck you guys like we really want inclusivity at every single available time and yeah i I just think she's an icon there is no more to be said on rihanna she's just so cool she really gives that energy of just like i don't really give a fuck what you think about me because a i'm making shit loads of money and b i'm doing good shit and i just think that is the Mm -hmm. energy that everybody should carry forwards in their life yeah because i i remember when rihanna came out like for the first time i remember she (laughs) like wasn't really a big deal to anyone and nobody like really cared for her because like that first album that didn't really chart that um well in the uk Mm -hmm. but like after after like a couple of albums later she got more exposure and stuff like that and like absolutely it was it's a really it's really iconic for someone who can manage in a matter of like almost 20 years to go from um bigger and stronger and better every single time and it's just like really amazing to see this person going from strength to strength yeah yeah of course and I think everything that she does she puts like her whole heart into like she's not one of these celebrities who stands behind the face of a brand but doesn't really give a shit about the actual company like she doesn't just put her name to things like you can tell that she is so involved with everything that she does and she puts like the work in she really has such a like inspiring work work ethic to the point where you just think like fuck me like this person has really really done the most and is doing amazingly Mm -hmm. from it and she really deserves it like she's one of those she's one of those celebrities who I see doing well and I'm like you know what girl like you really do be deserving of every single blessing that you get Mm -hmm. I was gonna ask you I remember there was a time when I'm not I'm gonna put it out there. I thought in the beginning she was like mainstream, like mm-hmm. a bit mainstream. And it when I say that, I mean like I feel like when she was signed to Rock Nation and to mm-hmm. um Daisy's uh, record label, I feel like that era was the time where she was like being controlled to do this and that just to be successful. And I feel like after all of that she did her own thing and i feel like th- when she i don't think i don't know if she left rock nation or anything like that i'm not sure i didn't research quickly but i feel like nowadays she's like s- stepping away further from that situation and she's gone and done bigger and better things in my opinion do you know what i'm saying 
yeah yeah no I really agree I think it's really important to like recognize and understand that I think when Rihanna's first album was released she was like 17 um correct me if I'm wrong but she was super young so I think obviously she'd been picked up when she was in um living in Barbados um and you know had that album and had the success from that but yeah she was she was very young she hadn't really come into her own and I think if I at 17 was in that situation like you you don't feel like you really have a voice and you don't feel like you can you know um it, like it, it, it's so young it's it's just so young and I think now she's been in the industry for years like she knows what she wants she knows how to get it and she does that consistently and she really is someone who I think fully expresses herself and fully you know puts puts her heart into everything that she does and really has a lot of a lot of say over what she does nowadays and I think that really shows when you look at her last few albums and when you look at all of the projects that she's involved with now I think it really does go to show that having your own voice and standing up for yourself and saying no like I want to do it this way really does work like authenticity sells mm-hmm yeah also i wanted to ask you did you see that um fenty x savage um prime amazon uh like kind of like runaway film oh of course i watched them all anything that that woman is involved with (laughs) i will be there (laughs) i will be there whether it's virtually physically like anything 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 like you can guarantee that i have shown up for her consistently through the years like my my favorite denim jacket to this day is one of the rihanna for river island denim jackets that came out when i was like maybe 15 or 16 and i saved like a motherfucker to get that denim jacket and it still Mm -hmm. is my favorite denim jacket to date yes i love it okay um (laughs) Let's hit this ditty and we'll get into your next subject. Those are some good birth charts. I am an Aries sun, a Libra moon, and a Leo rising. So I'm extra as fuck. Like, I'll be honest in an empathetic way and I'll be pretty confident about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what? Like, all of my best friends are Aries. Like, I, I, there is. I have like three really close female friends and every single one of them is Aries. Iconic. You know, <laughs> you know, most of my friends are actually Leos. Really? Oh my God. Leos are just such cute energy on there. I love them. I love those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of my best friends is actually a, a Libra. Um, yeah. You know, when we had a, um, a conversation about astrology, me and Em and Steph, mm-hmm. like, on her stereo, we were trying to think of, yeah. like, none of us, other than me, like, my sister's a Libra, but none of the others could think of any Libras that they knew. Like, are Libras just, like, do they exist? Do they, like, hide somewhere? Mm-hmm. I feel like I've never met a Libra other than my own sister. Like, where are you guys? Where do Libras hide? <laughs> <laughs> You're hidden from the world. Like, I don't see you all that often. <laughs> Come out to play literally yeah. like are people not having sex in january what's happening <laughs> i mean i'm having quite a bit of sex honey exactly <laughs> like hello <laughs> i want to i wanted to ask you because like i'm not really sure because i i didn't really I, I, to be honest i don't really know but mm-hmm. how do you identify yourself oh sure um yeah so um bye mm-hmm 
Um, and and I always say to people, so for me, bi is not like um, like male and female. Bi is just like two or more to me. Like, I, and I know that other people say that's pan, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's easier. Like when you say pan, I feel like, the... what does that mean? What does that mean? And I'm like, oh, like I don't want to. So saying bi is just say... easier, but I'm not exclusive exclusionary of like anybody. Like. Mm, you know yeah i was gonna say it's in in bisexuality you you like love everyone but when it comes to pansexuality it's when um you prefer to have sex with one gender but you otherwise like to go for another gender like relationship wise no um no so i think like pansexuals are people who basically like people were saying that they were bisexual and then everyone was like oh it's like exclusionary of trans people or blah 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 so then they made this whole other one which was pansexual i'm pretty sure like if if i'm wrong please correct me because i have not looked into it so much um but i yeah for, for me like bisexual when when you look at bisexual it's two or more so like i'm in mm-hmm. the or more i'm in the or more section of that <laughs> yes definitely also... 100% <laughs> what about yourself okay. i'm sorry what about yourself like i feel like i don't identify myself as <laughs> i just identify myself as um a queer and gay to be honest queer gay beautiful okay yeah yeah because like and a day i feel like even though i'm a homosexual i also like to mm-hmm. identify myself as queer because like I feel like I'm very creative. Like I see myself yes. as uh, like some sort of artist with my bakery, yeah. and yeah. Definitely. I think I felt and more anyone... queer since like <laughs> shaving my head. Like I think that brought like a new element of it to me. Where like sometimes like I feel like it's it's got me so much more in touch with my feminine side, but at the same time like I feel like more in touch with my masculine side too. Like it's weird. I think shaving my hair has made me realize that like. I was so stuck in like society's boundaries of what is beautiful that now I'm like, no, this is actually real cool to to sit outside mm-hmm. those like boxes. Yes. Okay, let's get into the next messages and we'll get into your next topic. So what do I do to find out my birth chart thing? Um, zodiac sign thing. <laughs> So if do you, you want go to, to, do you just want to tell him the link to go? Do you just want to tell sure, him the sure, link? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a, a website called Astro Sofa, and you basically type in all of your um like details, and that just tells you everything. Um, like your, I think it tells you your main three, and then you can also get like um apps. So let me let me find my apps. Um, so apps like Sanctuary. And the pattern, uh-huh. um, if you download one of those and input your data, it'll basically tell you everything about yourself and start giving you, like, cute little daily updates, too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. either of those. Yeah. Okay, next one. Hey, I'm a Taurus. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. We love a Taurus. We absolutely love a Taurus, we do. We love a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, do I have... A, do you think I can do a Liverpoolian accent if I do this? If I say this to you, I'm from okay. Liverpool. <laughs> um, um, 
What you don't the, like my accent? Maybe with practice, like a little bit more practice. Maybe. <laughs> 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 okay, let's get into the next one. Keegan, how is my favorite? What was the phrase that they used? Oh, Lesbian, vegan, social justice warrior, something. When she was modding for Emily, it's <laughs> a joke. And she, she, she gets it. Love you. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking rude. Am I not another favorite of yours? Can there not be two more? He, he really said lesbian, vegan, social justice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember you oh, were lesbian. God, absolutely. Last I'm time perfect. I checked. Like having a great day. Really, really great day. Really, really great week. Great life. <laughs> I hope oh you're my also God. okay, Mr. Mocker. If I vegan, then it's nothing. <laughs> really, like, I'm going to start making, like, lighters out of the iconic shit that people say on this app because between that guy who was, like, shouting about us being snowflakes and victims and vegans and everything but and this, like, it, lesbian... But you Bless should was that you should social justice warrior like please. <laughs> <laughs> but I can say was it. I can say it. But don't you think it'll be funny if you were to respond and just like make it funny out of it and just be like, but is it vegan though? <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, another God. one. I think pansexuality is under the bisexual umbrella. And mm -hmm. it basically means that you are attracted to a person regardless of their gender. So you're attracted to a person for who they are. And this like includes um, trans, non-binary, all of that as well. Um, so it's not specific to the genitals that somebody possesses. But um, yeah, bisexuality technically means like two or more. Um, but I could be wrong on that. There's, there's a lot of new terms that I'm learning. I identify as homoflexible, uh, which basically means that I am basically gay, but very minimally heterosexual. Iconic. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that with, without us having to Google that really, um, like well, the, did the you definitions say, Homo flexibility or hetero flexibility. Yeah, homo homo flexible. So that's oh, like okay. that's something that I've never sense. even heard of. But yeah, on on the pansexual. I just heard it. I just heard like, it recently, and I didn't realize it was a it was a a thing. I was just like, oh, okay, I can I can dig this. <laughs> I really I really really love that we're creating all of these. Like you know, well, not even creating, but I love that like everyone's just becoming so much more accepting like it's really it really brings me a lot of joy I wake up in the morning and I think oh my goodness this world just is still awful but getting increasingly better <laughs> I mean I just I just wake up and I just see myself in the mirror I was just like yep I'm gay <laughs> <laughs> I wake up looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like who do I want to be today <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> Today I'm going to be Hilary Duff. <laughs> literally, literally. Like I'm gonna have a Miley Cyrus Hannah Montana moment soon. I I reckon. Start wearing like a wig some days. 
<laughs> oh my god and then you're just gonna be like i'm gonna smoke some weed on tuesday <laughs> no literally <laughs> tuesday's the day for chaos <laughs> i love it okay we'll play one more and we'll get into the next topic no hang on mm-hmm. no hang on you were modding for emily and that guy you put it on instagram that's what i'm referencing i just can't remember what it was and hi paolo <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah the the guy on the guy on the thing that was the guy who called us snowflake victim vegan bastards we love him is, what is that actually that? what they is that actually That's, what he called you guys that was a direct quote he said um i fucking hate this app it's full of snowflake victim vegan bastards and i thought oh, yeah i remember I really... and i commented on your instagram stories about no, honestly, it and i i was like i was a flawed i was please. deceased bit. let me get that on a clipper lighter in neon pink like please sir if you're gonna did you, it, did you iconic, save the like, file did you save the audio I, no no i was just like playing it so i was playing them on my ipad and then like mouthing it on my phone and i just thought do you know what if you're gonna say something that iconic like you better make some merch out of it because it's it's disrespectful to the girls and the gays to not put that on a clipper lighter like we want it i want to get that out at a party and say this was once said to us <laughs> But at the same time, are you, are you surprised that you're going to come across these um, cunts around, you know? No, literally, literally. Like, and do you know what? I always think, even though, like, sometimes it's really difficult, and obviously if you're not in the mental headspace to, like, be, you know, like, passive or whatever about it, I just laugh at people because I have truly, it's particularly through lockdown and through, like, looking, looking inwards and doing, like, a lot of self-reflection, People literally behave in a way towards you that's disgusting when they're unhappy with their, themselves. So, like, mm-hmm. anything that somebody does to you is just a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So if someone is, like, unnecessarily horrible to you, like, unless you're being a complete arsehole to someone and they cut you off, like, mm-hmm. that is literally just a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So just feel sorry for them and move on. Like... There's nothing more that you need to do in that situation. Like, poor them, that they have such low self-worth and that they feel so shitty about themselves that they literally have to come on an app and stop bullying women. Like, ew, minging. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, in a lighter note, are you ready for the next topic of tea time? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so, based on your life today, as you are... Tegan, or as known as Teague Louise. Mm-hmm. Your next subject is a location slash destination of fond memories. Beautiful. Um, so I have two for this. I feel like when you ask me all these questions as far as like, oh, uh, don't worry, I've got listen. about 20 answers. <laughs> listen, a lot of people come on Tea Time and they have like more than one. So it's fine. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. good, you know? Of course. Um, yeah, so the first one would be Australia. Um, I visited Australia when I was 18. Um, and I went for two weeks and it was with a person who I was dating at the time. He basically moved over there when we'd been dating for like two months. Lived there for six mm-hmm. months and I went to visit him right at the end of him living there. He was meant to stay, but he ended up coming back with me. Um mm-hmm. It was it was all very romantic. Um, 
<laughs> but I just absolutely fell in love with Australia. Um, it was just how long were you there so for? Beautiful. I was only there for two weeks, but he um had lived there when he was younger, so okay. he very much like knew the area. Took me to all like the really cool places. And I just fell in love with it and promised myself when I left that I would go back and do um, not only go diving on the um, Great Barrier Reef, but do some conservation with whale sharks. And that is still to this day on my list, but I am getting around to it. I will get there. You will see me one day doing that conservation work. (laughs) I was going to say, was it with Australia? Okay, before we get into actual Australia... I just want to um, let you know, I actually went to Sydney um, before lockdown happened for us um, last year. And I oh came back goodness. two. I think it was like maybe two weeks before we went to lockdown. So I was lucky to go on a holiday before the first lockdown happened. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was absolutely shocked by the fact that it was a 27 hour flight. Oh, it's hell, isn't it? It's it's just it's a, another Listen, level I, of like indescribable. It felt like two days. It, it felt like two days in the air, technically. No, disgusting. It's it's actually vile. Like, I think that it should be illegal to be on a plane for that long. I think they and should like. And it wasn't <laughs> just me. Or did you get really confused every time you were like doing an interchange? You're just like, what the fuck? Is, uh, what the fuck is it? Is it morning? Oh, is it afternoon? Is it evening? No. No, absolutely. Like I will, I will be very honest and vulnerable on here. I am the worst flyer. Like. Every single time I go through customs, I get stopped because I look so fucking dodgy because I have, like, a panic attack every time I go through. So, like, they start thinking that I'm, like, smuggling drugs or some shit, and I'm like, I'm not. I just have severely bad mental health, and I hate going through these fucking things. And, like, Do you, do you sometimes time... just tell them that you suffer with anxiety? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I have really bad mental health, and, like, I just get really anxious. But then, like, it did. It doesn't help the fact that, like, I basically, when I got to Australia, like, I've got a chronic illness, and I'd taken some Zepain, which obviously has codeine in, and I hadn't washed my yeah. hands afterwards, and I went to put my, like, my finger on the fingerprint things that you have to do in Australia, and I had fucking drugs, like, traces of <laughs> codeine on my finger. And the woman was like, come with me, come with me. And I was like, not this, and, like so stressed but obviously luckily my my boyfriend at the time he's an Australian national so he like straight away was like I'll get it sorted and like sorted it all out for me and it was fine but Jesus Christ like honestly between between all of that I was just well stressed going in and out of Australia and doing all the flying but it was worth it for the trip I would definitely go back just with someone next time Mm mm-hmm and what is it? Was it what is it about Australia that just captures like fond memories? Like what I, what is it about it, the country itself? I think it's just so beautiful over there. Like it just feels like I felt like every day that I got up, not only like does the sun really help me with like all of my mental health. Like when the sun is shining. I feel like I can do anything so like Mm -hmm. getting up every day and it being beautiful and sunny and like gorgeous and then obviously you're in fucking Australia like it's so beautiful and it's just oh god like I can't I feel like it's indescribable unless you've been there and and like experienced Australia as a place like I feel like I I can can totally I 
I can totally relate to you because like I felt like that when I was there last year. Because like I so I went there I went there in their summer, so this was February. So if anyone doesn't realize, Australia goes through summer during our winter. <laughs> so it's a bit backwards. So mm-hmm. I went there in February and it was just absolutely lush. Like the weather was absolutely gorgeous. I got sunburned twice. I mean yeah. the thing that really shook me the most was the day I was leaving was the hottest day in Australia and it was like 38 degrees and I came back on a I went back to a 27 hour flight back to London and literally by the time I got to Heathrow it was snowing it was like minus two degrees I was just like I was fucking shook about the whole like temperature change because I remember I don't know about you because like like when I say this is because after I felt fluish, I had like symptoms of like a fever and stuff like that because like the temperature change just hit me so much and it was just a bit of a shock really. Oh god yeah like I felt unwell for like a week afterwards and like I went in March so similar sort of vibe it was very summery and very warm and like I Mm -hmm. think for me a lot of like my attachment and my like oh Australia is so beautiful is because I basically like went over for a holiday and just to see some guy that I was madly in love with and he turned around and said I'll come back to to the UK I'll leave this Mm -hmm. beautiful fucking paradise to come back to the UK Mm -hmm. so I think that's a lot of it for me also but yeah I literally came back we both came back and we were both like dying for a week we both felt like it was just the worst thing ever like I was just like I I I literally was like I feel like I've got like the worst cold ever and he was like yeah it's just jet lag and I'd never really been anywhere with a serious time difference before so to go to Australia yeah, me this is it's why crazy, I asked because, like, it? I never experienced it myself. So I was just like, no. God damn, like, is this a thing? It's awful, awful, isn't it? Like, I literally, I came back and was like, everything is backwards and it's also fucking pissing down. Like, I've had enough. <laughs> Listen, at least you don't work in restaurants. At least you didn't have a 10 hour double shift the next day, you know? oh my goodness no no I literally I think I took a few days off I was working on makeup counters at the time and I took a couple of days off afterwards to just like Mm -hmm. experience life again (laughs) Mm -hmm. also there's another there's another location you want to was to talk about yes so my other location would actually be Liverpool so my now home um I feel like Liverpool is so like full of memories I mean my mum grew up there so we used to visit when we were younger and a lot of my family are from there but also I feel like Liverpool is the place that I feel like I've belonged the most like since finding Mm -hmm. my friends there and moving there and I, I kind of had this I I guess when I was like a couple of years ago I kind of had this moment where I'd split up with my long-term boyfriend and sort of thought like oh will it ever like get any better like was that my happy part of my life and like is it is it going to get any better from here and I remember Mm -hmm. then obviously I literally just started at Lush and now like three years on um and having been at Lush for like two years and, and a bit now um I cannot I could not be happier with the way that my life has gone and and Liverpool is a huge part of that and the people I've met there and and the groups I've become a part of would never ever 
have been possible without all of that upheaval and I look back now and I think you know everything that happened back then and everything that was so awful and so difficult to get through was so worth it to get to a place where I'm surrounded by these beautiful individuals who completely accept me for me and are like my extended family um and yeah Liverpool just holds everything that everything I hold close is is now based around Liverpool and I sort of walk around the town and I look at all these beautiful buildings and sometimes when the sun's shining like I genuinely walk down the street in Liverpool and I'm like crying behind my little sunglasses because I'm like I just can't believe that that I get to to experience life in this way so definitely Liverpool 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 we love it. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We really do. <laughs> we love her. Um, how, did, how did it go? Here I chalk. Not chalk. I don't know where that's from. I feel like not Liverpool. Still a black they're, they're more of like a, you're right, bitch. No, because like I still a black said it back in the day. <laughs> you remember still a black? Chalk. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And you know, I see her little. I see her little statue. Her statue is right outside my house, and I walk past Aww. her and I go, "Oh, look at you!" I bet Wherever she was like. I, I bet she was like the local sweetheart. Oh, I imagine so for sure. Like she's an icon. Let's be honest, she's an no. icon. I'm surprised. Like she, she trans um translated. Well, she translated from. Um, a singer to blind date host like mm. Albert Sutton that was like really surprising for me to be honest no no 100% like I just think uh, so many cool people come from Liverpool it, it's a mm-hmm. city of icons let's be honest other than John oh. Lennon fuck that guy but the rest <laughs> of them <laughs> great 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 people <laughs> Okay, let's see the messages and we'll get into the next topic. I just downloaded the sanctuary and I just found out I'm a Leo. Ooh, Leo's your kind of guy. (laughs) He said another one, by the way. It's funny how you mentioned Lush because um, that reminds me of my my friend that uh, he went into Lush thinking that Lush was a sweet shop and asked the people in there for a bag of sweets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really common misconception. Like those bath bombs do look edible, <laughs> edible as fuck, man. Oh my god! And I, I can imagine the fifty percent off is like such a gorgeous mm. discount. Oh, it's a little gift wrapped up in a bow. It really is. <laughs> yeah. But we're just like constantly buying stuff there, which is the problematic thing about it. Like that's what happens when you get a decent discount. You end up just spending all your wages back into the company. Are you with it? Which is the appeal. What are you doing right now? <laughs> As in work? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have been furloughed from Lush. Um I'm a massage therapist there, so I do that two days a week, um, and then admin for the rest of my time. I work for a um, like an eco company that installs insulation via the government into houses and stuff. So that's a okay. lot of paperwork, but I feel like that's like you know I go in and I I just do what I'm meant to do, and then I leave at half five. Whereas Lush is like my creative outlet, definitely. Like I love my. This is a, this is this is the thing about Capricorns. We're such hard workers that you mm-hmm. don't realize the amount of work we do. 
Oh, absolutely. Like I literally, even on, like I, I messaged my bosses at my admin job before and was like, do you want me to do like a morning a week when I'm not in the office? Like, and for what? Who am I doing that for? <laughs> Just because right? I want to work. I said, you know what? I do have two days off when I go back to Lush, but like um, that doesn't really suit me. So maybe I should have one and a half. What do we all think? <laughs> And then when you do want to help, when you do want to agree to it, then you just realise, oh, fuck's sake, what did I do? Yeah, literally. Like, I'll be getting up on Friday mornings like, this is hell. I'm living my version of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I doing all this Of our work? agreements, you know? Like, I could literally be eating watermelon out on my balcony, but instead I'm sat at a fucking desk because I've decided to offer to do more work in my spare oh my time. God. Great. That's so funny. <laughs> Okay, babes, are you ready for your third subject of tea time I tonight? I certainly am. Yeah, so based on your life as you are today, number three, the subject is a piece of music. So it could be um, just a song, it could be a full <laughs> album, it could be an extended play, it could be a mixtape, remix album, greatest hits, whatever you want it to be. However, we had a bit of a, was it, we have a bit, um, we had a bit of a talk about this because, like, we you did. named lots. You named I lots. Did. Okay, yeah. so I will allow you <laughs> to talk about all of these, but okay. um, just not to extend the live. Um, just give mm-hmm. a brief uh, explanation on each of them why you love them so much. Of course, of course, of course. So I think, um, obviously, for me, um, which you don't know, but obviously. <laughs> I grew up in a house with um, my mum being like a music teacher and my yeah. dad being an ex-punk. So okay. my music yes. is very like, yeah, like very varied, but also like a lot of influence in there. So music was always my main influence. And I think as a kid, as a kid growing up, obviously I listened to a lot of Rihanna. Like that is standard for me. She is my queen. I listened to all of her albums and you know she she's really iconic and especially when I look at um like Auntie is one of my favorite albums of hers and I just think that's like Mm -hmm. so empowering and such a cool like vibe of an album um and then when I was when I was younger like the first two albums I received as gifts were Evanescence and the Red Hot Chili Peppers so like very varied in in taste and I remember I used to literally sit in my bedroom and like listen to Evanescence and Red Hot Chili Peppers and my mum and dad still tell me now that like I would sit there with this little CD player and be like like screaming the lyrics like really sad angsty emo (laughs) seven-year-old child (laughs) I really thought that I had a lot of problems um and then also Madonna, like Madonna was a huge influence for me. It was um, my late auntie's like favorite artist. We really bonded mm-hmm. over that. And then I actually saw her front row when I was like 12. You know her tickets? Actually one of like Ooh. the few things I remember from my childhood was cleaning my bedroom and applying mm-hmm. for this like Radio City competition to win these tickets to go see madonna and i won them and i went and i was front row yeah and i literally i was gonna, like, say, I was gonna was, say do you know how much tickets cost for madonna's gigs because like that's cheap you like, know 
she she really really influenced me as a kid like I just and I think that was part of like wanting to be really close to my auntie as well like because I loved her so much that I was like Mm -hmm. I really like idolize this specific person in my life and I want to you know be closer to them so I think that was always for me gained through music like whenever I'm close to someone I want to know what their musical tastes are so that I can like understand them like I think that that is my like love language like making people playlists and listening to other people's playlists to try and like get inside their head so definitely like that was a huge part and i am consistently fucking bidding for madonna's sex book on ebay like you will never see me without those ebay notifications on like i want madonna's sex book i just want it to have on my new coffee table in my new house (laughs) i mean how much is the book right now so far oh my god like so do you know about madonna's sex book I know of it. I've heard of it, okay. but I know I know it's quite it is extremely rare right now, and yeah. it's expensive if you find it anywhere. Absolutely. So they go for like sixty pound plus, and that's for like battered up, bashed, like definitely need a rewire, like because um, obviously the the it's not like a bound book; it's like a wired book. So that's the fucking uh-huh. frustrating thing is that all these books are trashed to hell because they're from like you know, years ago. So it, it's just like such an iconic piece of history to, to look and think, fuck me, like Madonna was nearly cancelled for publishing porn. Like, and good for her, but also like, I just want that book. I want to own it. I want to sit it on my little coffee table and I want people to come in and say, what is this book? And for me to say, mm-hmm. it's Madonna's sex book. Have a look through and you will see Madonna stock fucking naked in the middle of the street and good for her babe if i ever meet you one day if i ever come to liverpool babes i if you invite me to your house i'm basically oh, just gonna like freaking see that book i'm gonna like just Please. sniff it i'm just gonna like hold it i'm gonna hug it it's it's <laughs> honestly like such an iconic piece of history and i think that it really like yeah, just just Madonna really stuck with me as a kid, and I like one of my friends, one of my really close friends, has the Madonna sex book, and like I've looked through his, and I remember him telling me that he got it, and he was like, "Oh, you know the Madonna sex book," and I was like, "Yes," and he was like, "I bid for it on eBay all the time," and to be honest, like I'd never even thought of that beforehand, but now that he's got it, it makes me even more angry that I don't have it. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm of... sure you'll eventually find one, you know. Oh, of course. Like, they're always up there, but it's just, like, they're always trashed and battered. And the ones that do go, like, that are decent are so rare. Like, it's so few and far between. So, yeah, it's, it's just a case of finding them, definitely. I feel like was I feel like the ones that battered are the, are the people who didn't really care about her at that time. Yeah, They just absolutely. thought, okay. Or, like... It, how much you want to bet? Of- back, how much you want to bet? Sorry to interrupt. How much you want to bet... That back in the day when she released that book, like half of the people just bought it just for um their wank bank. Yeah, no, that, that, I was literally gonna say either they didn't care about the book at all, or they cared a little bit too much. If you know what I mean. 
<laughs> that yeah. book is well used. And some of them like mm. posts and are like slight staining in the corner. And it's like, I don't want that book. I <laughs> I have a very like sneaky suspicion that I know what that book's stained with and I don't want it. <laughs> And also, can I just put it out there in the lining with the book, the erotica mm. album was like, I don't know about anyone here, but oh. it's one of the best Madonna no. albums out there. So fucking iconic. Like Madonna in general is just amazing. And I've always said at my wedding, Crazy For You is going to be my first dance. Like there is no doubt about that. And I don't, yeah. I don't give a fuck if whoever I end up marrying, if I ever do end up marrying, hates her. I don't care. That is my one. <laughs> that is my one request. Ah. You will honor it. <laughs> I was so, thinking, yeah. Okay, quickly before you get into the other ones, um, uh-huh. what is your what is your favorite song on erot- um, erotica? If you don't mind me asking. Mm. Oh no! I hate these kinds of questions because it always like. I don't know. Like I, again, it's it's just one of those where I really really like hate picking I, <laughs> i'm the worst so i would choose like... i would choose my favorite one so if i had to choose it would be was it erotica itself the single yeah of and course because it was a fucking there, iconic there is a song was it i'm trying to put my spotify on okay one second quickly bear with me one second i'm gonna check the album quickly so there's this one song where it, there's two parts of it so let me just see quickly. So one part of it is called um where is it? Waiting. So that's mm-hmm. her part of singing that song, but that's not the song I like. The song I like the most is the other part, which is exactly it sounds like exactly the same, but it's actually with two rappers and it has like this reggae uh rapper and it's called Did You Do It? And it's just like the most iconic song i've ever listened to because she doesn't Ooh. sing it at all it's just like she only sings the background where she's just like whispering waiting for you you know literally i mean let's be honest let's all just sit here with our thoughts and agree that madonna is just an icon like we can't deny that like even when she got dragged down the stairs by her fucking cape and blamed everybody else in the fucking room instead of taking accountability for the fact that she'd actually been told several times that the cape (laughs) was gonna pull her down she really said no i'm gonna manifest that it doesn't and then when it did she simply just went out of her way to spite everyone and blame everybody else and I thought you know what that is such an asshole thing to do but good for you good for you queen speak your truth (laughs) if you really think that you weren't responsible even though you were told 10 times good for you because I know that I behave in exactly the same way good I'm glad that you don't think you're responsible Just put it, put it out there now that you mentioned that even though um, it was a bad thing that happens like at least people were talking about her at that time, you know? Literally, literally. Like, that's the thing. Press, press, press. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing. And I just sort of sat there in, in, in watching that and thought, you know what? I would do exactly the same. If someone told mm-hmm. me 10 times that something bad was going to happen, if I made this fucking, like, 
10 foot or whatever the fuck cape like if i insisted on it being that long the laws of gravity would say that i would be pulled down the stairs in my stilettos and literally go ass over tit then i would also blame everybody else if that happened (laughs) i would find a way to place the blame because that's what divas do (laughs) that's what we do (laughs) i love it Okay, Absolutely. but um, do you also want to quickly mention um, the other ones? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, these will be real quick. So, um, Mac Miller, for obvious reasons, such a great... Just, Rest oh in peace. God. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Like, really, really, really caught up about it to this day. Like, have the Women in Circles box set with all of, like, the limited edition vinyls and everything, like really really cherish that discography and think that that was a great part of like my healing journey particularly over the last year i listened to it a lot so yeah mac miller icon um slaves uh i don't know whether you'll have heard of slaves they're they're, i mean they are fairly popular but yeah they're like a little a little punk duo from london um really iconic i've seen them twice they discuss a lot of like political issues um so just really really great really angsty but also make a lot of decent points um the japanese house really nice for like a chilled sunday morning listening um good at falling an iconic album really really nice and really really chilled vibes um and then yeah young blood again political iconic just a beautiful beautiful human being i know has had a, a bit of controversy over the past couple of weeks actually for um working with a transphobe and i have to say right, i do this. not agree young blood has worked with ksi um who's like a known transphobe and it's just really problematic um but yeah I, I I mean, before that point, the he he was really iconic, and I really um, I'm really sad that like that's a that's a narrative that has happened because I don't know, like he just it yeah. Th- there's no defending that that uh, behavior, I'm afraid. But um, yeah, up until that point. Young Blood had really been really been onto onto a good thing there um, and has like a lot of trans fans and creates this really like beautiful community and sort of family space but then it's kind of fucked himself over with that decision so I don't know about that but um yeah the the other three that I mentioned Mac Miller Slaves the Japanese house all really cool iconic people um and bands and yeah the Japanese house also like great close friends with like the 1975 and pale waves if you've ever listened to either of those two i imagine you'll probably have listened to the 1975 um <laughs> but yeah all really nice <laughs> me like i don't know if you've heard of this like really underground band they're called the 1975 <laughs> um no so all i think they're all under the same label so all really close friends and all kind of similar vibes so nice to listen to nice to listen to on a sunday morning i would say about those mm-hmm. three but yeah Music I is listen like to a, a, lot, a lot of things life. to be honest. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, the same. I'm like you. I basically yeah, like I think... to listen to a lot of genres and was it? It can um, arrange from like grime and hip hop um, yeah. to like dance, EDM. It can be anything, you know. 
it's hard isn't it like I think that that's the point and that's why when you asked me I was like oh shit like not this question because like as much as I love to talk about music I could talk about music all day because I have been brought up on a huge 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 range of artists and and genres and like the amount of discography that we have even in this like in my family home is just massive like literally enormous to the point where it's like you know I can't whittle it down to one person I couldn't even whittle it down to like 10 people I mean you've just heard me go off on a fucking rant about people now so it's like I can't have you listened? can I, I ask you a question because I feel like you would love this um this um duo have you heard of mm-hmm. Sophie Tucker I feel like I recognize the name, but I couldn't, I, I could not tell you anything about this person or any of their music. So definitely actually, enlighten me. It. I love finding so, new people. Sophie is the singer, usually, mm-hmm. and Tucker is the DJ, and he does like backup vocals. And mm-hmm. I feel like it'll be your kind of jam. So their discovery okay. um, is basically both in Portuguese and in English. And Amazing. I feel like. If you, after tea time, if you look at their music on Spotify, I feel like you'll really enjoy them. And okay. they're like really, they're really big in the LGBT community at the moment. So Beautiful. highly recommend. Okay, I will definitely give it a listen. Like literally, as I say, like my, like if if there was, I think it's like five love languages. Mine is the sixth, the unknown love language of playlists and music. Like anyone who comes into my life, I want to know what you listen to. I want to like, because I feel like that's the way that I get to know people. Like I'm not, I, I am a sharer, but when I know people on a very like intimate level, whereas when I first get to know someone, like my my love language is give me a playlist and I will give you a playlist and let's listen to them and then be like yeah um I loved this song and this song like I make playlists to people where I literally will be like this is the song that made me think of you today so for me music is where it's fucking at like it, it's it is the unknown love language that nobody discusses make me a fucking playlist man mm-hmm. Okay, so we got a bit of um, messages, so let's see what they're saying. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers as well. Um, My favourite song has to be uh, Can't Stop. Of course, absolutely, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers were, I think, very iconic back in that sort of time, weren't they? Like the early noughties, everyone was kind of, I mean... (laughs) I say everyone. I definitely was listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think other people were listening to Britney Spears. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I was definitely a Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of gal. So, yeah, 100%. Like, very, very iconic. Yes. Okay, next one. So, when I was, like, um, five or six, I used to sit at my uh, grandma and granddad's place and my uncle would would stick on a... Um, a uh, Madonna al- al- not album um concert uh on laser disc and I'll just just sit there and not speak until it's all over literally she really has that power doesn't she like I feel like music is one of those things like I think music as an expression of like art is 
means a hell of a lot more to me than like any level of like film or tv show like I never really find that I connect with those sorts of things like whereas when I listen to music I get so emotional so emotional Mm -hmm. lovely okay next one the main um genre of music I was actually brought up on was uh country music and my favorite country singer has to be uh George Strait Okay. Do you know, I have to say country is not really a genre that I ever listen to. Um, my mum loves country and she listens to it in the car sometimes, but it's not one that I would go out of my way to choose to listen to. What about you, Paolo? Sorry, I wasn't even focused because something happened just now. <laughs> um, what was the question? <laughs> um. So they were just saying that um, they were brought up on like, um, country music and I just said mm-hmm. like country music is not one that I ever really listen to like my mum loves country music but I never really listen to country music so I was just asking whether you ever listen to any any sort of I mean country. I used to listen to country music back in the day but like I wasn't it's not like a huge genre I would go for myself I mean mm-hmm. the only the only country album I would prefer to go back and listen to again is the debut album from um this artist called jesse james so she's this um i believe she is a latina so she's a latina country artist and she mm-hmm. just think she sings this country pop um album and it just sounds so beautiful and it's just like it has like those old country vibes to it as well as like you know the old wild wild west kind of music soundtrack in the background and stuff like that like it's just brilliant mm. i highly recommend although her other her newer music now nowadays is like pure country so i don't really go for that so i just listened okay. to that one album <laughs> yeah no of course of course mm-hmm Okay, so next one. I totally agree. My love language is also sending playlists to people. I feel like it's a really romantic thing to do to spend time to kind of like curate music and and understand who that person is through their music. I am a app designer. So back then I had a music company that I started where you could basically um, create playlists and uh, mixtapes for each other and I met so many cool people through that but uh, definitely I think that's something that we need to be bringing back into this generation there's a lot of anonymous listening experiences and it would be really great to connect through music again yeah definitely 100% (laughs) like I just think for me like it's it's always like I love it when someone first starts sharing their music taste with you because like even if like when I start hanging out with someone I'm like oh I go to put music on and I get like nervous I'm like oh like oh this is the first song that I'm gonna play for this person like I need to make sure it's a good why? one why why are you gonna like, be nervous for I don't know like I I think because I I want like not that I want to make a good impression but that I'm like oh like 
I feel like music is such a part of my life that I'm like, I want to pick the exact right song that encapsulates how I feel in this very moment with this very person. But then I also do that, like when they like the the person that I'm dating at the moment, like put a, a song on the other day, like requested a song on my Alexa. And I was like, this is the first song that this person has ever requested in my presence. I have to like listen to it. And luckily, because they'd requested it on my Alexa, then it was on my Spotify listening. So for the whole day, I was just putting it on repeat, like, hmm, okay. <laughs> Which oh is my probably God. like such a psycho thing to do. Like me, like, yes, I'm going to listen to this song on repeat now just so I can. But like for me, it's like that must have some sort of like relevance to the moment. You know what I mean? And it was like uh-huh. a very like chilled summery vibe. And I remember being like, yeah, this is the sort of song that you'd like mm, listen to in like a, a car in on like a summer's day like when the wind's blowing through your hair and like that's what that's how meaningful it is to me where I'm like when could I imagine like this scenario like (laughs) what is it that I imagine myself doing at this exact moment listening (laughs) to this exact song like what's the vibe of this song and I just thought wow like this is such a cool track (laughs) I love it okay so let's get into the next messages just wondering what song you both have on repeat currently for myself i've been listening to waiting room by phoebe bridgers and it's just so amazing it's kind of like a female version of a love child of transatlanticism by death cab for cutie and what sarah said by death cab for cutie <laughs> <laughs> She said, let's go for cutie. We love them. <laughs> they are iconic, <laughs> though. <laughs> What's yours at the moment, Paolo? So, one of the guests on Tea Time, um, his name is Big Bear Radio on Stereo. Check mm-hmm. his profile, guys. He's amazing. He does talent shows on Stereo. Um, he suggested this song to me where he was just like, I feel like you would love this song and I feel like you're going to like play on repeat. And he was right. I've I've basically put this shit on repeat every fucking day. So I don't know if you heard of this band, but they're called um, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. And the song is called Cocaine Jesus. Okay. I mean, it sounds like my vibe. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's actually, it's actually quite, um, it's supposed to be like a ballad, but it's supposed to be like an uplifting kind of ballad. It's actually really nice. Mm-hmm. So I really like it. And okay. the instrument, the the instruments they play in the was it in the song is just so beautiful. Amazing. Well, that sounds beautiful, and I'm going to definitely listen to that because I love listening to other people's music. Um, for me at the moment, it would be Follow My Girl by The Japanese House. So I very much have been listening to that whole album at the minute, but particularly that song I find is like really emotional. Beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. Okay, next one. The way you explain music, I don't know if you already do, but you should make music, produce it, write it, I don't know, something... She's talking Aww. to you, Tika. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. Um, actually, I 
when I was growing up was in um like singing school and like drama school um and I used to do a lot of singing and a lot of writing and also used to play drums um and I kind of lost that part of myself when I was about 17 18 and haven't done it for a long time but funnily enough the person um who I'm like kind of seeing, dating, I don't know, you know, it's one of them, um, is in a band and also a music producer. And like, I was speaking to them the other day and, and they were kind of like, oh, you know, you should, you should start writing again. You should start doing this. You should start doing that. And it really like, I don't know. I feel like the more that I'm sort of thinking about it, the more that I'm actually like, yeah, like, why don't I do that anymore? Like, I love music. Music is such a passion for me and I don't know why I don't do anything with it anymore other than listen to it and sing in the shower and have a dance. Yeah. So thank you. Most definitely I should be doing something with music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, one more and we'll get into the next topic. The, the song that's, that I have on repeat at this moment is called Legendary by Skillet. Um, all because it's such an upbeat song and it, it gets me moving. It's, it's the, it's the upbeat, upbeat vibes that just gets me up and moving and motivated to do stuff. Yes. We love okay. an upbeat song. Mm-hmm. So, babes, are you ready for the next topic of tea time? I certainly am. Okay, so based on your life today, as you are, who you are, uh, the next topic is... Okay, what the hell is going on? Sorry, I was just doing this whole <laughs> dramatic thing, and then it just stopped. Okay, one ah. second. Bear with me, people. <laughs> okay, yes, okay, so the, the next subject of tea time is a TV series or film that made you today... However, we spoke about this, mm-hmm. and you was it. You've changed up this uh, topic a bit. So, what is yes. your what is your answer? Um. So yeah, I'm a little bit of a wild card in this. In that, um, as I said earlier, when I was talking about music, film, and TV for me have never really been things that I've like super connected with. Um, like I watch things and I think, oh yeah, that was interesting and blah blah blah. But like nothing has really stayed with me in terms of films and tv um Mm -hmm. i don't really watch tv when i have people around i don't tend to watch films we tend to just like vibe listen to music and talk so i'm Mm -hmm. very much a person who like i don't really know why i still have a tv like occasionally Uh if something's trending i will watch it but i'll watch it because it's trending more so than watch it because i love watching tv like I'm not really a TV kind of person. Um, And I think, yeah, that that was the most difficult question for me because I thought, obviously, if it's something that has changed my life or something that, you know, has made me who I am, I would have that answer, like, straight away. Like, when you asked me about music, I couldn't give you enough answers. Like, I was like, oh, my God, like, I have, like, 20. And then you asked about film, and I was like, I don't have one example of anything that has changed me as a person. And I think that just really goes back to, obviously, I was very much like a reader as a kid, like a reader Mm -hmm. and listening to music. So 
for me it, it was never really a tv or a film kind of thing and that sort of progressed into adulthood however I will say that there are a lot of like documentaries and little like sweet things that I've watched that I find have like stayed with me um especially over the past like year of lockdown I have watched like a fair few documentaries obviously um as everyone did or everyone should have done and um, watch disclosure when that came out um and found that to be really um educational and definitely something that everyone should take time out of their life to watch I think that that more is what I do when it comes to tv is watch things when they're important or trending so that I know that I can be in that conversation but also that I've experienced that and sort of watched it and know what's happening um Mm -hmm. and then mostly I just kind of watch like nature things like I'm very much I, I love animals and like obviously I'm vegan so animals are like a huge part of my life and I recently watched my octopus teacher and oh my goodness did I cry at that documentary but also was just like really beautiful to watch and and I think to to comprehend and to witness firsthand just how fucking intelligent animals are like animals are intelligent beyond belief and yeah we're, we're really shitty and exploitative towards animals but animals animal programs are what I like to watch mostly a because I absolutely love animals but also you know, I have my own dog and he absolutely loves watching a David Attenborough documentary. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so, yeah. um, just a little information for anyone um, who doesn't know what Tegan's talking about. So this is um, a Netflix documentary. It was released on the 7th of September 2020 um, on Netflix worldwide, I believe. And mm-hmm. this is uh, a document... Um, documentary of um uh south african filmmaker craig foster um documenting a year spent forging a relationship with a wild common octopus in the south african kept forest so this is quite interesting really i've never heard of this honestly like the documentary is so beautiful because I just think that we as human beings, which obviously is something like when I was younger, I literally used to make these like little PowerPoint presentations on animals and like yeah. go into my mum's, like my mum was studying for a, for a degree at the time. And I used to go into a room and be like, I've made another PowerPoint presentation and you will sit through it. And it would all be about like different animals. So I've always been very animal um like oriented even when I was a kid so for me like watching these documentaries and being able to witness just how intelligent these animals are and just like oh god like it's just awe-inspiring for me and I think that also is probably part of why I don't really connect with tv and film is because I find the natural world and also like human experiences like for me if it's not like a documentary where I'm experiencing someone's life and and learning about something it doesn't like it doesn't spark anything in me I I don't find Mm -hmm. these like fictional stories inspiring or like that they that they help to change my life which I know that for other people they really do and like I wish I had that connection with film and tv but at the same time I think it's really it's 
not only like a unique experience but like I find it really beautiful that I just you know don't I don't find it that inspiring and I sort of much prefer to sit and have a conversation with someone face to face and learn all about their life and all about their experiences but yeah definitely animals are so beautiful and know so much that we just simply cannot even comprehend absolutely I totally agree with you there okay so let's get into these ditties and we'll get into your final topic of the night what's good what's popping what's happening what's what it's the kid from felice always a boss and it was a flossy mr x over the blank all over your stereo what's your my stereo husband the sexy the elusive the illustrious mr paula Pereira and teague louise a beautiful broadcast on this evening. Send you guys something about light, love, positivity, and energy. On what block you can do so. I am prepping for the red carpet for the Golden Mic Awards, which is happening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I believe for you guys probably will be midnight. Um, but yeah, if you have time, definitely come through. If not, that's okay. But I had to show my love some love because it's what we do. This type of relationship mm-hmm. we have. Um, so yeah, make sure that whatever you guys do this evening that you do, get back at your boy. Yiddy! Tegan, meet Vinny. Vinny is my no. stereo husband. Please. I was going to say, what an energy. What an energy. Oh my yes. goodness. So beautiful. Like, I feel like I could feel that through the phone. Like, that energy was just so, like, warm and inviting and gorgeous. So, hi, you know, beautiful human. You know, he works with mental health. So, he does these kind of talks in, a, um, in his shows. So, I highly recommend you follow oh, him. He's like, it's quite fabulous, really. Incredible. I will definitely have to follow. 100%. 100%. I'm going to do that right and now. And also, we're planning a date very soon when I go to New York. Hopefully, fingers crossed, November. <gasps> we're going to be going on the first date. And oh, my goodness. Other, other stuff. Yeah, we're trying to make it happen, really. No. Oh, my goodness. I love this. This is... No. I can't. I simply cannot. And this also, get this. Get this. You'll be so proud of me. Guess what his mm-hmm. star sign is? Please tell me he's a Capricorn. He's a Taurus. <gasps> oh, no, Tauruses are so beautiful. We love a Taurus. Okay. Do you know? His, I was going to say, do you know his moon and rising? But maybe not. <laughs> maybe he knows. I mean, he's into like, astrology as well. Chart. He's, he's big into astrology. So. I'm, I am literally the worst person for like going on a first date with someone and like then having to find out their full chart, like saying to he's them, "Oh my goodness!" Tegan. Like, Tegan, he's actually listening right now. So ask him what you want him to say. No, what? So I just want to know your moon and rising. Um, I would really like to know as someone who literally goes on dates with people and then like will be messaging them. Like I literally will go on a date with someone and say, "So what's your big three? And they're like, "I don't know what that means." And I'm like, oh "My goodness!" Like download this app and like it's just so insightful. And really, really, I'm just actually trying to get the full tea on them and whether I will like them in the long term. <laughs> Me like okay, so... download this app, like add me as a friend, it's so cute, and then be like, Ew, Virgo placements. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I was gonna this say, listen, I was gonna say before I play um the next message, he actually mm-hmm. um followed up with your question. So let's play that one first. 
my sun is in Taurus, my moon is in Scorpio, and my rising is in Capricorn, and my Venus is in <gasps> Gemini. So oh yeah, I'm a little bit of a cluster clusterfuck, but I've done enough information, no. looked up enough information, and and done enough research to understand exactly what to do and what's the best and the healthiest for me in certain scenarios and situations and relationships and all of that stuff. So yeah, I'm still listening, guys. I'm here. <laughs> Oh, amazing! No, that is my baby, my puppy, my everything. I feel like to get on like a house on fire. Like that is a good set of signs for us to be matched with, you know. And yeah, and he's and he's incredibly hot. So I have to give him that as well. Oh my goodness! (laughs) I'm really I'm shipping this one. Listen, stalk his stalk his Instagram. Then you'll see what I'm talking about. Oh, I will. I'll be on that straight after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, go back to the messages. If you folks are ever looking for a pick-me-up, motivation jams, if you like, you know, kind of the nostalgia factor as well, I highly suggest going to poolside.fm. It's amazing. And they also have a mobile app. It's just s- such a great resource. Ooh. I, I, I just like cut it in, and now it's just like coming up with. Oh, I like this. Ooh. Okay. Did you I type it in? Check that out. No, no, not babe? yet. You know, I'm I'm gonna type it in now. But I also want to. Oh not, my not god! I'm not even like... babe. This is like old school computer style. Ooh, let me this type. Really type. Hang on. Oh my goodness! No. Wait for it. Wait until it gets better. Just wait for it. Okay, I'm tapping to end up. The oh. iconic. I know, right? Oh, is... good shout, April. No, I love also, it. people who are people who are in America. Um, I'm super, super, super like the most envious ever of you all because there is a company over there. Um, I think they're just called Vinyl, like V I N, full stop. Um, YL like mm-hmm. and it's a company that basically you give them access to your Spotify and then you pay a subscription fee I think like $30 or something for like or maybe $40 for three vinyls a month and it's like a subscription but they send you out vinyls based on your Spotify listening history and like all these really unique like um, underground up-and-coming music artists and honestly I'm fucking obsessed and if like the if the shipping wasn't so expensive I would be onto it like I'm so angry that Duh. we don't have anything over, like that over here like why is the UK so fucking basic why why do we not have that subscription over I, here I it mean listen me compared like, passive aggressive compared to was it Tokyo <laughs> listen we're like probably 20 30 years behind you know I know, like, it's just, like, I look at things like that, and, like, I've been looking at that website constantly, and I'm like, can I justify, like, $40 in shipping on top of the $40 price tag of the vinyls? And the answer is no, but, like, I also just really fucking want to, like, own those little, I want to get a big vinyl collection of, like, underground artists that are really beautiful. Makes Don't me worry, so the, the day will come, honey. The day will come. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. But if you're in America, no. I'm so envious and I hate you. I hate you all. <laughs> you guys get all the good <laughs> stuff, other than presidents. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next one is from Lauren Angel. Oh, girl, I have not heard Oof. from her in a we while. I love Lauren Angel. Okay, let's get into it. Hey, Teague. What's going on? Nice to hear your voice. I was just scrolling through your IG and I had to tell you, girl, you are a total Betty. We have to have a talk. I would love to have a let's get to know each other chat. Um, let me know when you've got a Saturday free because I would love to meet you and ask questions and we can learn about each other because I think you're pretty dope and I enjoy listening into your talks. So I figure we might have good conversation. What's going on, Paulo? Como esta, senor? Hola, I hope mami. you're having a good day. Just sitting here chilling with my dog. I should totally be studying, but I'm not doing it today. I need a break from school. <laughs> <laughs> Tea time featuring Teague. Yes, I love her accent. It's absolutely no, gorgeous. absolutely no same. And I'm definitely up for a chat. Yeah, we've been saying this for ages, but yeah, hundred percent. Let's get it booked in. Mm-hmm. You know what I find funny? I love how us Brits we always say, "Oh, we love the American accent," but when you, when it comes to the Americans, they're like, "Oh, we love the British accent." You know? Yeah. Flip switch, reverse it. I love the Australian accent. I used to practice the Australian accent. <laughs> years ago listen i have a lot of australian friends and i don't want to was it i don't want to be too controversial mm-hmm. but i don't know why but when it comes to australian accents i feel like was it i just feel i feel like it may sometimes come across a bit snarky in a way no, i don't know I, Do you know what i'm trying to say maybe it's because i'm like sarcastic as fuck but i absolutely love the australian accent and like i literally used to practice it with my ex fella and used to get him to correct me if i was saying things wrong so that i could perfect it <laughs> But listen, <laughs> when you get when you get me with a New Yorkian accent or like a New Jer- uh, Jersey accent, damn mm. girl, oh Ooh, yeah. child, you know. <laughs> okay, so next one. Honestly, before I go on a date with somebody, it's like lesbian first base to ask if they have co-star. Because if they don't, then I already know I either need to teach them about astrology. Or that we might not be compatible in general. But uh, if they have co-star and you can add each other, you can see what your compatibility is, what your Venus and Mars is, so that you know if you're like sexually or romantically compatible. And then from there, I'll decide if I want to go on a date with them. I mean, I want to go on a date with Vinny. Absolutely. No. Although we have had to cancel CoStar, unfortunately, because the uh, founder said that she was basically like um, sending notifications that didn't really reflect what was actually going on in the stars for people. Um, And she basically said that when people were like, so say the stars were all like amazing and saying that you were going to be going through a great period of your life she would be sending out notifications to say that like everything was shit because her like reasoning for this was she wanted to prepare people for the bad times but she was still doing this through the pandemic and she was like oh you know we eased off a little bit through the pandemic but like we still were sending these horrible notifications basically like telling people everything was going to go fucking wrong in their lives and it's like that's really manipulative man so yeah we've moved on from co-star to to better 
better pastures, greener pastures, but um, definitely having one of those kinds of apps is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, yes. Listen, Lauren, go back to you, by the way. Oh, amazing. I have like this hybrid, like New York, Massachusetts accent. Um, I think you guys I said that. I sounded like, I think, Teague, the last time I was chatting with you in Cupcake, uh, you said I sounded like uh, Rosie Perez. I, I always feel like I'm a little bit more like Fran Drescher, but I will take Rosie Perez too because she is definitely fine and I will take it. <laughs> but I do. I love the British accent. I feel like, man, we are shafted in the accent department in the States, uh, but folks seem to like it. Um, I do dig a British accent, like for real, for real. Yes, I love it. It's very sexy. Uh, well, I, I find your accent, Lauren, absolutely gorgeous, darling. So, yeah. No, so but do I. I would, it's really stunning. I wanted to ask you, Tegan, because like a lot of people say my accent is kind of weird. Do you think? Do you think I have like a particular? British accent, which is a little bit different, because I, I feel like because I'm a, um, I'm first generation in this country because my family is from Portugal. I feel like mm. that's the reason why. I don't know. No, do you know what I think? For me, like your accent is like a comfort accent. Like I lived, um, in, like obviously not the same, but I lived in Spain for like two years when I was younger, and I feel mm. like that's like a similar similar sort of vibe so for me like it's a very like i don't know like a, a really nice but would you say was it, would you say if we were if you <laughs> met me for the first time and you heard my voice would you say it was it would say, you... like down south southerner i would just be like okay a southerner and then if you then said oh yeah like i'm first generation and like my family's from portugal i'd be like oh my goodness yeah like to be fair <laughs> Like, I can recognize that in you, but, like, not unless you pointed it out. Like, I'd just be like, oh, yeah, like, you just sound Southern. Like, a little Southern, like, a soft Southern accent. I think it's really beautiful, your accent. I love it. Oh, thank mm. you. I love your Liverpoolian accent. It's so cute. <laughs> thank you. I just I just want to shout, Liverpool! Liverpool? <laughs> Liverpool? <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> babes, are you ready for the final subject of tea time tonight? I certainly am. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so based on your life as you are today and who you are today, um, the final subject usually for guests on tea time is the wild card subject. So that means mm -hmm. you can take over the last subjects um, before we close the show. So what do you want to talk about? So I want to talk about like creating spaces in the home that sort of bring a positive um, energy and like influence basically how your home life can influence your mood. So mm -hmm. I very much am into like... I don't know like I change up my color schemes in my house often um at the minute I'm sort of going into like with the new place more of like a pastel theme and, and doing a lot of painting on the walls and I think maybe that's yeah. more of my creative side but I just think that having spaces in your home and creating um just creating spaces where you feel really comfortable and really like positive when you look at them 
just brings such a beautiful positive mood into everything that you do um like I'm a firm believer that like if you wake up and you're in a space where you feel like it's really beautiful and really like represents you like if you're in a place where you have represented your soul on the outside you are gonna Mm -hmm. wake up happy and I, I truly am like such a firm believer in that like I constantly have like crystals and stuff around the house and I do a lot of like energy work anyway but I think that having positive spaces and spaces that are sort of filled with things that really are meaningful to you but not only that are like a comfort space really Mm. brings a lot of positivity into your life definitely I think interior decorate no decor (laughs) (laughs) interior whatever (laughs) um yeah there's a lot to be said for it and like what sort of positivity can be brought into the house like I today have ordered like a load of stick on little tiles that are not not proper tiles but you know like stickers that look like tiles for my new um kitchen like little pastel ones and I'm really excited about them yes (laughs) fabulous okay uh, with this was it with this like mm-hmm. i i feel like i'm going through the same as well because nowadays i'm i'm just like if if it's a possibility basically i like to put a lot of plants all over the house especially like my mm-hmm. room and stuff like that i like to bring up the new artwork i just like to like the thing is with me though is i like to own a lot of stuff but i don't minimize it if that makes sense yeah minimalizing that's it yeah sorry yeah 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 yeah. That was a tongue yeah twister. I'm... no i'm very minimal i like everything to be like tidied away and look really nice and neat and blah 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 and like yeah i'm very much the same but i just think creating like a beautiful space at home just brings so much positivity into your life and like expressing yourself through your house like yeah. I just think that that representing your true self and like re- a reflection of your soul being put onto the outside, be that through like your outfits, your house, like everything, every element of your life should represent who you are on the inside. Like I'm a firm believer of just living your truth. Here's a, here's a question relating mm-hmm. to this. But if if there is someone listening right now who's just like saying, oh, I totally get you. I want to do that. But my situation is... I got a lot of junk, but I'm that person where I don't want I don't want to throw it away. It's too valuable for me. How mm-hmm. would you How would you What was What would you suggest to these listeners? Okay, um, so I very much have been like a a very hoarder type person in the past, um, and first of all, like I have three separate recommendations for this. The first one is to, once again, it all goes back to music, create like a really upbeat, beautiful playlist, stick it on in the morning and just look through all of the things and whatever is not like bringing you an immediate sense of like happiness and serotonin. Like when if you look at something and you think, oh yeah, like I feel like obligated to keep that. If you feel obligated to keep something, throw it away because- Are you, it, like, are you basically de- you telling are... them to do a Marie Kondo? yeah yeah basically yeah Marie Kondo your life like literally look at things and if you think 
Or if you haven't looked at something for like six months and you know that it's not like documentation or something that you need in your property, why are you still holding on to it? You haven't looked at it in six months. You clearly don't care that much about it, whether or not it's sentimental or whatever. Like you don't need that anymore. That is a part of your past and something that you remember. And if you really like need to remember it, like take a fucking picture of it. Take a picture of it before you throw it away. Take a picture of it and put it in like a scrapbook. I don't know. Make a scrapbook of pictures of things that you hold memories um that is what i would recommend as the first thing the second thing is buy like really cute um like storage that goes with your aesthetic so like i i'm looking at like these cute little metal trunks that are like pinks and yellows and stuff to stack up and just put little extra bits and bobs in but i really don't want to take clutter to the new place so i'm trying Uh to get rid of like a lot of stuff now um, but definitely buy like aesthetic and cute storage um if if that's something that you want to do you want to like keep this stuff then just get places for it that really um bring you joy but like I guarantee the amount of things I've thrown away and thought oh my god I couldn't live without that and I can't even remember what they were anymore like I don't remember what it was that I thought I couldn't live without like it clearly wasn't that deep um Mm -hmm. and then my third and final recommendation is I simply just leave all of the stuff that I hoard and don't know what to do with at my parents house (laughs) (laughs) just leave it somewhere else (laughs) put it somewhere else where like you know that someone won't throw it away but like you don't have to (laughs) you don't have to have it in your house then so I'm fully <laughs> I am an advocate for just like passing your problems on <laughs> leave all those teddy bears in a box at your parents house they chose to have you because <laughs> if you, was it, if you honestly because to be honest you are right because like um it, sometimes your life does need to be minimalized and it has yes. to be updated every time I say this because, like, if you if you guys really honestly think about it, like, imagine imagine if your life takes a change and then you decide to move to another country. Mm-hmm. Do you really yes. want all that hassle of all that junk exactly. to come with you? What imagine I, was what it... I say is like knickknacks. Oh my god, get rid of yeah. knickknacks! Like, I was why also are you gonna say... on to knickknacks. I was also gonna say like, imagine if you get married. And like you move into a new house, like, do you really oh, want to yeah. take all of that junk? Does your husband want to deal with that as well? Exactly. Like, if if you look at something and think this is a fucking knickknack, like I don't I don't know what I want to do with this, but I just want to like have it in my house. Get rid of it. Like, why are you keeping it for what? And like, also, I'm huge on upcycling, like furniture and everything. Like, I'm constantly like redoing stuff that I've already bought. Like, I've literally bought like four tins of pastel paints to repaint all of my different picture frames so like things like that if it can be upcycled and you can do something with it then do something with it to make it into more of your like new aesthetic if you have Mm -hmm. gained another side of your personality where you feel like you want to express it in a different way but if you're literally looking at things and thinking oh but I want to keep this like cinema ticket because like it was from when I was with my ex okay he was also an asshole throw it away (laughs) Who cares? Well, at least of it. Well, another suggestion, like now that you put it mm-hmm. out there, if you want to mm-hmm. keep that cinema ticket, put it on a scrapbook. You know. Oh my god! No, no! Don't put it in a scrapbook. Get rid. 
<laughs> Throw it away. You know, you don't because... believe in scrapbooks, babes. At least, <laughs> I do. at least they can put. I do. I at least with really the, at least with the, no. like sentimental stuff, like for let, let's say a yeah, cinema yeah, yeah. ticket. At least oh, they course. can no, like I... touch it in the book, and then they can keep it throughout the whole time. And if you think about it, it's just one item inside. Oh, like, you I know. love a scrapbook. Like honestly, I put like um things in scrapbooks all the time. But I also think that sometimes we have a habit of holding on to things and looking through, looking at things through rose tinted glasses. Like you will literally look at something and think, "Oh my god!" Like I can't get rid of this straw from the cinema because, like, remember that day? And it's like, yeah, but remember the rest of the time that you spent with that person? Like, fuck me! Like, was the Tango Ice Blast really that deep when they were also like a horrible person? Get rid of it. Throw it out. Put it in the trash. Jesus. Christ, was your first time watching rolls. Titanic that fucking deep? <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, you literally have straws in the other room that are metal and reusable. Get rid of that cheap ass Tango Ice Blast straw from that time that you went to watch fucking whatever with your ex. Like, who cares? Get rid of it. And also, if anyone them. wants to, was it? If anyone wants to be environmentally conscious. I found out you can actually buy those metal straws if you are in the UK. You can buy them in Poundlands. Yes, I think you yeah, get like four the, or five of them. I have the multicolored ones. They're like um, purple and like they're like um, when you turn like when you. No, but do you remember, babes? Do you colors. remember when that? Do you remember when the metal straws were introduced? And that shit was so fucking pricey. It was so costly to get. And nowadays Literally. it's just like one pound. Do you remember the ones that like came in a key ring and they like fold up? Oh yeah. Did you ever see those? The fold oh, up God. metal straws. Like, bitch, you could literally put a metal straw in any handbag. Like, you do not need a foldable metal straw. That is consumerism at its best. Another thing that should be thrown in the trash. If you have one of those foldable metal straws, try in the trash. <laughs> You're telling them to throw their whole life into trash. Literally throw the trash out. Like, get rid, get rid, get rid, get rid. And things that you can donate, donate. Other things like pieces of paper, whatever. Shred well, at least them. sell the items if is valuable you know yes sell them yeah sell them donate them to people who need them more than you if it's sentimental things if it's pieces of fucking paper like shred them and it do you know what if you need somewhere for that shredded paper to go i have a mouse who would be happy to piss all over anybody's ex's <laughs> cinema tickets okay <laughs> oh child i did not see that coming <laughs> 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 okay let's see this next message i have to say i feel like i i, I love the gays in here i don't know if that's like no. terrible to point out i don't think it is but like i didn't realize how my life was completely lacking in like the gay vibes like i've had the no. same gay since high school his name is shawnee chanel he is dope as fuck, and we have been best buds since I was, like, in the eighth grade. And he has been my gay forever and will always be. But I was like, man, I miss having my very own gay here that I just chilled with, and we were just fucking amazing together. And now I have, like, this amazing little collection of pals here on stereo, and I feel blessed again with culture and character and sass thank you so much and paolo you are definitely on that list hey thank you my love thank you yo, oh, it's nice yo. To 
It's nice to hear from her once again, you know? Yeah, of course. And Paolo, you are like truly iconic. I just think being surrounded by people in our community is such a beautiful thing. Like there are just so many, I, I just, I don't know. It's just a different energy, isn't it? It's so, so nice. Yes. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was thinking of a, a song that I remember singing, which was that, um, it was like a protest song. What was it? We shall, we shall not be something. And I was like, <laughs> it was something about like, it was something to do with like something gay. I forgot what was it. Like, we will, we will be so gay. We will be so gay for a day or another, what? Honestly, another way. A gay actor. <laughs> <laughs> we have to I fucked that shit up. <laughs> I fucked that I shit up, didn't I? I really would. <laughs> and also, in that note, before we close the show, oh, child, mm. I just got an Addy from, what's it? Caswell. Does anyone know Caswell? Caswell is like an LGBT icon and he's released songs with um drag queens from Drag Race. This is this is quite fabulous, really. And he's Ooh. added me on Instagram. Ooh, oh shit. my goodness. Yes. Well, I did say was it? I did say I'm a quite a big fan of his music, so yeah. Oh, amazing. Check his music out, on guys, on Spotify. His name is Caswell. He's a New York local. And, yeah, he's best friends with Peppermint. So, yeah. Mm. And Peppermint is um, a well-known trans figure to the LGBT community. So, check her out as well. Mm. I will yeah. definitely. All of these recommendations, like, I will be I will be set for days now. Oh, now I realise why he added me. Because you know why? Before we went live, before I left the sh- his show, his live, I left a voice note saying, I remember, was it? I remember listening to your song, um, Helen Keller, blah, 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 all this shit. And then I ended the voice note by saying, oh, I remember when I was in um, Brooklyn, you were in my grinder listing. So you were just like um, 80 feet away from me. Mm. that is that is i absolutely love when you get like a a random follow from someone who you think's a real icon like that really makes my day (laughs) seeing that little notification come through on instagram and it's someone who you really wanted to follow you you're like oh i guess i really am that bitch did we I really am it? that bitch no. as well. I mean, you are that bitch as well. I feel like we're both <laughs> that bitches, you know? We really are. We are that bitch. Yes. Both of us, and respectively. That... <clears throat> yes. And in that note, this is Tea Time, guys. Give it up for my special guest tonight. It was Teague Louise, a.k.a. Tegan. Thank you so much for coming in to Tea Time, babes. No, thank you so much. It's been a ball. I've had a great time. Um, yeah, amazing. We should do another talk soon. Yes. And listen, don't be a stranger. I'm always on Instagram. We're always chatting no. anyway, so... I know, I know. I literally, I need to get some of those cookies from you. I literally am the worst at the minute. That can be like my treat for myself now that I've got the new place. <laughs> some vegan cookies. 
Okay, we have one more voice note quickly. Let's just play this and we're leaving. Oh my God, I have had that happen recently. So I uh, have been following this woman, um, Stephanie Sanzo. She's from Australia and she's like this total fucking glam power lifter. Like she's jacked as fuck, but is also like super glamorous and sexy and she's amazing. Um, and she's like one of the few females in fitness that I like love her stuff. Like can't complain, love this woman. And we have spent the last like month chatting back and forth with each other through like video messages and through Instagram messages. And it was like the coolest shit. And the funny thing was like, I totally fangirled her and she sent me the next day, like 15 video messages. And she's like, oh my God, I hope I'm not annoying you. And I was like, annoying me? What are you talking about? Like, I'm like such a fan of yours. It was so fucking cool. So I get it. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I feel that. like, was it? I feel like I'm actually really dead happy that I came on stereo because, like, I never, I'll never see the day coming where we actually get to talk with, shall we say, our, our idols, our mm -hmm. like people that we actually admired throughout these years. So it's really, mm -hmm. it's really quite beautiful, really. No, I absolutely, yeah, I 100% agree. Mm hmm. And if you was it before we close the show, is if if there was anyone on stereo that you you are a massive fan of, and he started speaking to you, and they said, "Oh, let's do let's do a chat, let's do a live, like fuck it, let's do it." Who would you like literally fangirl to? Oh. Hmm. Oh my goodness. Do you know, I can't think of anyone, but I think that's because I, as much as I spend a lot of time on here with M and stuff, I don't. Not even like, was I... it? Not even Rihanna. Yeah. No. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, imagine, imagine she's like on stereo. Imagine she's like live. You sit in a voice no, and you're like, oh my god, can we do a live together? She's just like smoking no, as yeah. dude. She's just like, yeah, girl, let's oh. just do it. <laughs> And she would be, wouldn't she? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um, we all, we yeah. all know that this bitch is a stoner, okay? Hundy pay, hundy pay. Um, yeah, so, yeah, probably Rihanna. Um, yeah, I think she'd be really interesting to talk to. Bestie. Bestie vibes. And only. also, I'm just going to put it out there. I feel like I feel like Rihanna should just be the, um, the ambassador for legalizing uh, marijuana worldwide. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I agree. Mm -hmm. What about you? I... Who would you want to talk to on stereo? Oh, like, there's so many, to be honest. For now, I'm just going to say I'm blessed and grateful that Caswell has um, added me as a friend as well on, on in Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he is up for a live together. So I am blessed to say he is my first choice right now. So beautiful. Yes. I'm still waiting for Rihanna to follow me back, but I'm sure that she'll get around to it. Um, she's a bit busy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay, guys, give it up for Tea Louise. This was tea time and have a great and spicy evening and morning and afternoon, wherever you are in the world tonight. <laughs> Stay spicy. <laughs> Bye, girl. Bye. Bye.